Hi, I'm Jennifer Mulholland. And I'm Jeff Shuck. We're the co-leaders of Plenty. Thanks for joining our podcast, Plenty for Everyone. Each episode, we talk with conscious leaders like you to explore abundance in work and life, fulfillment in head and heart, and ways we can all work together to make this world a better place. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plenty for Everyone. I am Jennifer Mulholland, joined by my partner, Jeff Shuck. Hi, everybody. We're thrilled to talk with you today about the summer solstice that is coming up on June 21st, 2023. And we wanted to share with you a little bit about why we honor this auspicious time in nature's cycle and how it relates to leading ourselves and leading others in the conscious businesses we lead. So get ready for another juicy conversation as we dance and talk about the meaning and how you can tune in yourselves and how you can guide your teams to do the same. Lovely. And maybe before we get going, I'll just say if this content is appealing to you and you want to learn more about the solstice, you can go to plentyconsulting.com slash summer dash solstice. And we'll put a link in the show notes too, so you can get a download and some resources and a lovely meditation and a whole bunch of other information about the solstice and why it matters. And let me also just say, it's just a great time of year. First of all, I mean, (laughs) there's so much great stuff personally happening in people's lives. The weather's incredible. I know it's it's incredible in Indiana. I think it's incredible in Park City. I'm going to be out there in another week. I can't wait. Gorgeous. And it's graduation time. You've got a senior who's about to graduate. My youngest is about to finish middle school, which I can't wait. Let's take two minutes and just talk about Riley really quickly. If you've listened to this podcast, you've heard us tell the story of Riley Mulholland, Jennifer's son. We actually just put a blog post out today about this amazing story. I want to say it was episode 33, 34, somewhere in there. We gave a deeper story about his injury and his amazing comeback and the amazing comeback continues. Maybe you can just, I'm going to get Jen crying in the first two minutes of the show. threw me a curveball. (laughs) Gosh, I'll try and give an update without crying. Yeah, just riding high. So proud. My comeback kid is ending his senior year. Quite honestly, like a Cinderella story, just proof that miracles do happen and ended up in his lacrosse season being the second high scorer. And they just won the state championships for the second year in a row after his return and being a part of that team. So it's just, you know, as a parent, you want health and happiness and joy for your kids and I get to witness that this week and just couldn't be more thrilled to see him earn this comeback and celebration and yeah, graduations on Friday. So I have a fragile, tender heart. You've been through this already and it doesn't get easier with, I think, every child that goes through it, but that's my update. So riding high and in awe and so much gratitude for the healing that's occurred on all levels. 
It's awesome. And talk about like the passage of time. I swear we're going to get to the solstice, but to take the long path there. I mean, I think three years ago, we were just both talking about about to go on rafting trips. So it was before the injury. And then, you know, say two years and nine months ago, probably sharing with people that he had been injured. And then two years ago, I'm sure we were talking to people about not knowing if he would ever run again. And, you know, it's just an amazing story all from up and down from every perspective. And as my parents used to say, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So it's a huge testament to the kind of parents that you and Christian are and how you have so much love and heart and resilience in your family. So I wanted to make sure that we mentioned that. Thank you. And it's a nice connection to the solstice, Mm -hmm. which in a lot of ways is a reminder to all of us about how connected we are to our natural state, to the resilience that we have inside of us, that we're part of something bigger, that we're not separated from it, that we're not isolated from it. And there's a reason that a lot of the ceremonies that we celebrate nowadays, like graduation, are coincide coincided with the times that we have the most light in the world around us. And that's the entree into talking a little bit about the solstice and what it is and why it matters to us. And where would you like to start, Jen? Do you want to just talk about the basics of it or some of the symbolism? What feels good to you? Yeah, let's talk about, I think, the basics of what it is and why we we choose to tune in as conscious leaders ourselves and helping other conscious leaders and conscious businesses do the same. Because, you know, often it's easy to kind of get caught up in life and in the day-to-day and in the minutiae of getting things done. And we kind of forget that, to your point, we're part of something, we're a part of a fabric of the universe. And there's natural cycles that we are a part of. We're literally made of that same source. And so the solstice is such a wonderful time as it cues up the longest day and the shortest night. And it's really a moment of stillness, of pause, of transition, and literally transformation, like form changes as we birth the first day of summer. And we experience sunlight and light in many forms. So at Plenty, we really honor nature because we feel like it really helps us grow without efforting necessarily and grow with flow. And this is a beautiful time to tune into that natural cycle. So maybe you can talk a little bit more about what it is and why the solstice we actually honor especially you know at plenty with some of our rituals and ceremonies the winter solstice and the summer solstice so maybe you can talk a little bit yeah. about this love it and this is such a great plenty topic because there's an alchemy side and an analyst side there's a head and heart side and we want to explore both of them so maybe starting with the left brain side a little bit let's just hit you with this fact the earth is not straight up and down it actually is on a tilt of 23 and a half degrees, which is really, really interesting. So the earth revolves around the sun, right? It takes a year to revolve around or make that entire journey. And that's why we have 365 days in a year. And as it does it, the earth actually turns around once a day around its axis, but it doesn't turn straight up and down. It turns on a tilt. And that tilt 
is what actually gives us life. It's amazing. And there's a whole nother metaphor here under the surface about the, the solstice, about just when you feel off balance or when you feel crooked or when you feel like you're kind of not perfect, that's a reminder that you're human, that you're part of nature and that you belong here because the earth itself gives us this metaphor that it's not straight up and down. It's actually tilted. Well, that tilt and the fact that we rotate around the sun while we're tilted makes it look like the sun is moving in the sky. And when the sun is actually, that when the tilt is closest to the sun, the sun looks the highest and we have the most light and that's the longest day of the year and that's the summer solstice. And when the tilt is away from the sun, the sun appears to be lowest in the sky and we have the shortest day of the year and that is the winter solstice. And like what Jen's pointing to, like in this modern world where there's, I just looked today, there's 5 billion cell phones in the world. We have such technology around us that's progressing at astronomical rates and it's really cool and we love all of it. And yet there's sometimes a disconnection that all of that technology creates in us that we forget that there's this greater world around us. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago, a hundred years, 200 years, 300 years, no one was staring at a screen, obviously, 100 years ago, 300 years ago, in a lot of places on Earth, you literally, your light was from the sun. So you got really connected with what was happening around you. You knew where the sun sat in the sky, you know, not just because the temperature changed, but because you could see it in the light around you. Just like probably still, you can tell if you see a photograph, if it's in the autumn or the spring, you can just tell the way the shadows are. It's another sign that we're human. Well, those patterns have been observed not just for a few hundred years, for thousands and thousands of years. And there's really important ancient civilizations that did a lot of their architecture and a lot of their construction around the solstice. One that I visited personally that people know I love is Stonehenge, which is actually made to align with the summer solstice and the winter solstice. So the summer solstice is when the Earth's tilt puts us closest to the sun and makes it appear that the sun is highest in the sky. It's a really cool feature that gives us so much light in the summer. But because it's so important and light is the breather of life, it's been celebrated for millennia by civilizations as the height of a time not just for celebration, but also a time to slow down and still. And as Jen mentioned earlier, and then I'll stop with the analyst part, the name solstice literally means sun standing. So ancient peoples realized that not only was there the most light at this time, they noticed that the sun seemed to stop. It's moving in the sky. And after the solstice would start moving the other way. So there's just this incredible rich set of observations. Can you imagine that people 2000 years ago were able to look in the sky and notice this so much that they built entire civilizations and cities around it? It's just, it's astounding, honestly. Yeah, it's a really special time. And, you know, in that spirit of the light literally is feeding, it's nourishing, it's giving food to the seeds that are planted underneath the soil. And it's helping to bring to life, as you said, the bringer of life, the central sun that is a part of all of our lives. And it's so the ultimate resource, if you will, for our food and our plants and our abundance and the resources we need 
to have a healthy, happy life. So, you know, it's a really special time and we love to honor it in business and in leadership and in our own personal lives. And I think that's really where we wanted to encourage you, if this speaks to you, is to do the same, to take the opportunity and the invitation to simply take a moment either during or on the day of the summer solstice to become still, to reflect, to pause, and to bring light to what wants to come forth in you. Personally, what gifts do you have that are ready to be offered in service of humanity, in service of your family, in service of your community? What strengths do you have that you can fortify instead of looking at all these things that we need to improve and change about ourselves, that inner critic that is so freaking hard. We all have it, that little monkey mind or that that inner critic that is saying we're not good enough. Well, what if we could really use the light to illuminate where we shine, like where we are rock solid, where we're unique, where we lean in, what wants to be offered through us as vehicles of the light in our businesses and our communities, in our teams and in our family systems. It's such a powerful time to reorient our focus, to feed what we want to bring forth. Mm -hmm. And that requires some reflection, quite honestly. And it requires some stillness to say, wow, what wants to come through me now? What am I ready to go for? What dreams do I have that I haven't manifested yet that is urging me forward? It's urging me to act. Or possibly if you're on a team or in a company or a culture and it doesn't feel like you're fitting in or it doesn't feel like your talents are being harnessed in their full potential, what is that offering to you? There are plenty of places that need your talents and your light. And so possibly that reflection may illuminate a pause, a curiosity, a question of, am I on the right path or am I in the right place for now? And these are just some of the things that the solstice and the light stir up And as conscious leaders, we get to question, am I in alignment with the light that I am or am I out of alignment with the light that I'm here to shine and share? And so that's kind of what we wanted to play with and tee up today is what can you do as you're listening? If you are a manager, a CEO, a leader of a cause, a leader of a company, a leader of a nonprofit, a leader of a team leader of your community, what wants to come forth in you now that you can shine the light on with conscious awareness and really harnessing that for the good? I love what you're pointing to and a few thoughts on that to hit that ball back across the net. The one thing that you said there at the beginning is a nice contrast to the podcast that we did about the winter solstice six months ago. And wintertime, you know, the winter solstice is the darkest longest night of the year. It's the darkest day of the year. And it's a time for stillness in a different way. It's a There's a hopeful side of it, of reflection, but also knowing the dark days 
are past us and that there's light coming. You're pointing to something different about the summer solstice that you see in in the historical records of civilizations that have celebrated it, which is it's a calling forth, right? This is now the longest day of the year. It's an opportunity to say, go for it. It's an opportunity to take a pause and say, okay, what's actually worth my time? And I love that contrast. You know, this is the start of summer, literally, and we'll be in summer until the equinox, until the sun gets, until we have equal day and night again. And it's a time for us to go forth to plant our seeds, to share, to grow, to invest. It's just, I love that point that you're pointing to. And that that pause around alignment that you're queuing up next, I just love that. And I think maybe slowing down here to talk more about that word, you know, to align something literally means to put things in a line. And when we go back to say Stonehenge, the way Stonehenge is built, the stones are lined up so that the solstices actually shine a certain way in the structure. And if you're standing in that way, everything's straight, right? Everything makes sense. You can connect the dots in literally between yourself and the sun and the buildings. In the same way that alignment, I think you're pointing to, Jen, is an invitation for us to allow ourselves to set our own record straight right? To allow ourselves to take stock, that's the stillness. And then to say, okay, well, with where I've been and where I want to go, you know, what am I doing now that matches up? And are there things like, can I give myself some grace and some space to say, maybe there there are things that aren't lined up for me in that direction that I want to go that I can change. It's this invitation, I think, to go forth, but it's also it's so hopeful because it's an, an encouragement to reinvent. And just like Riley, you know, to know that we have resilience and we always have a capacity to create fresh from the moment is something I love about the summer solstice. And light heals. Speaking of Riley and just for all of us, I think it's one tool or approach that we certainly um, encourage you to listen to our guided meditation because we'll take you through the process of bringing the imaginary sunlight into your body and being. And when you do that, when you bring in the central sun or the feathered sun into your awareness, the feeling that happens in your body is you relax and you open and you calm and the light heals any of the distortion or the disconnection or the dis-ease that may be the frequency that you're holding unconsciously or consciously. And when we bring the light in, we connect it with the light that we are within ourselves to lead the lives we are meant to lead and to lead others in a more intentional way. And so I love this time of year because it reminds me to not only attune and align to the light outside of myself, but the light within me. And it encourages me to lighten the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry for the F-bomb, but this is our practice area. And summer is about play. And when we're bringing the light in, the light isn't serious. The light is focused. It can penetrate. It cuts through, but it, there's also lightness in it. 
and it's joyful. It's free. And that's what healing is. There's space, there's room. And so during this time, if you're feeling stuck personally, lost, confused, overwhelmed, not knowing which way to turn, or if your business is stuck and needing more resources, more light to come in, this is an impeccable time to invite it to do so. And instead of thinking that it's out there or it doesn't have an impact, why not try? Why not literally imagine that this light, the central sun, if you will, can just lighten up your space. It can bring forth your ideas what brings you joy? What puts a smile on your face? Where do you want to lean in? Where do you want to play and let go of? Because that's the nature of the light. It heals in that way. And I think often we save those practices or those thoughts for our personal lives, potentially. Mm -hmm. And we don't think about, well, how could we bring that as an instrument for change and growth and abundance into the workplace and into the missions and visions that we have that we're nurturing because those ideas, those values and visions and destinies that we're trying to take our companies and causes to, they need light to grow just like plants need light to blossom up from the ground. Like literally we, we need light. Otherwise we would die, but our businesses and our teams need it too. So to kind of get it back to the alignment piece that you're talking about, I think this really hits the heart of what we do with businesses and what we see with teams is that when they are misaligned, when they are not communicating or when their individual strengths are not being harnessed for the goals and visions that are set forth, there's a lot of frustration, there's bureaucracy, there's drain, there's burnout. And it's possible to shift that with slowing down, inviting the light in, drawing forth, like, where are the individual lights? What are those individual offerings or talents and strengths from the team members? Like literally what's inside of them that wants to come forth? Because if they have a place to put that, if they have a place to contribute, then there's meaning that's established. And we all want to feel valued and meaningful, most of us where we choose to place our time and energy. And so the team aspect of creating this alignment feels like and it's such a key unlock that we're seeing in the companies we're working with, that when they take the time to slow down, invest the resources to bring their team together, human to human, in person and offsite, they get to drop in and shed the light on what matters most for them individually, mm. what matters most to the company, which is a complete game changer in transforming the path from feeling stuck and lost to feeling purposeful and abundant. I love where you're going. And, you know, this hadn't occurred to me until you were talking, but to share with the audience, a conversation that we've been having the last month or two. What I hear you making is a distinction 
that we've been talking about internally, which is that there's a linkage, but a difference between conscious leadership and spiritual growth, right? So your first pointing, I hope people, you must be into it if you're this far into the podcast. So thanks for <laughs> listening if you've gotten this far. And if yeah, you're listening, thank you. one thing that you can hear is Jen is pointing to something that is not spirituality, right? There's a spiritual side to the solstice that we want to talk about too. But I think we're often kind of confounded when we bring up the solstice in a business setting and people kind of smirk and say like, it's too, it's woo woo. And I just, I don't get it. Like to me, it's like, it's astronomy, <laughs> it's science. Like you don't have to believe in it, but it's going to happen whether you believe in it or not. And you're pointing it to, to something that is as a leadership tool being able to, whether it's as simple as using it as a conversation piece on June 21st and saying to everybody, hey, in today's staff meeting, let's just take a, take a moment to take stock of what's working and what's not and how we want to use the next three months. Like it may be as simple as that. So that's one like very small way you can use this occurrence. But there's something deeper there that you're talking to about the invitation that we always have to take stock of who we want to be and how we want to be and our role of conscious leaders in facilitating that discussion for people and starting with ourselves, right? Being willing to have that conversation with ourselves and being willing to take stock of the spring or the winter or the last six months or your last six years and say, how do I feel now? And how do I want to feel next? So I see you pointing to a, I hesitate to use this word because this is not a word we use a lot, but you're pointing to something that's actually quite practical in how this event that we all live through can just enrich any conversation that we have. I do also want to talk about the spiritual things, but I love that you brought that piece in. And, and I'd say again, Jen, to this idea that sometimes I don't get as just as a species or as a country we seem really willing to celebrate the occasions that humans have created. Like, you know, in the United States, July 4th is a huge event. I'm not saying July 4th is not important. I love America. I'm proud of our country. And it's a great event to celebrate. But the solstice to me is like transcends anything that people have created. It's a reminder to us that we're part of something that we're not this add-on. And again, whether or not you celebrate it, the solstice is nature's way of celebrating us because it's happening whether we take note of it or not. And what I love is that so many people for so long, when they had technology that was a lot less sophisticated than what we have, they noticed it and stopped and celebrated it. And what I find ironic is now we have all this technology around us and half the people we talk to don't even know what it is or what it means or why it matters. So maybe I'm drifting into the spiritual side of it too, which I think is equally important. But I love what you're pointing to is it's something that isn't woo-woo. It's something that is going to happen whether or not you take note of it. So what would happen if you took note of it? What could be unleashed in you or lightened up in you or aligned in you if you took note on the day that we had the most sunshine and said, what do I want most in my life? Yeah. And I'm kind of chuckling because I think this is such a personal growth path of in the past being concerned about it, things that we say or share feeling too woo woo and right. And honestly, like, I don't give a shit about that anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the irony is 
so much of what was deemed woo-woo is now being deemed valuable. Right. And, you know, there's many different belief systems and, you know, ways we all come into relationship with a higher force, whatever you name that to be. And they're all good. And they're all right for you. And how we language things may be different than how you language things. But what we're trying to unveil is that we are a part of something greater. And that greater greatness, if you will, has a majesty. It has a a purpose. It has a cycle. It has a rhythm and that we are all a part of. We're not separate from it. And this time of year feels so auspicious because it literally is shedding light on our lives. And we don't really need to do anything to harness it to your point. Like it's already happening. We're not looking at or scheduling a meeting, you know, notice or a zoom call to say that, Oh, the solstice is happening on such and such a time. And I need to do X, Y, Z to tune in. You don't, all you need to do is be open. And what happens is when we are open new sites, new insights, new thoughts, new ideas can come in. And how amazing would that be? So whatever's going on in your life or in your business, what if naturally without even, you know, seeking it, without hiring a coach, without hiring a consultant, without asking somebody's advice, what if that wisdom or that new idea or thought or solution all of a sudden the light shined itself on it. Mm. All of a sudden you were, you saw something differently. All of a sudden something occurred to you on a walk in a conversation at your desk that you had never even considered before, whether it's about your family system or a challenge or a relationship. It's just, that's what the light invites is new things to kind of be sh- to shed its light on is is what i'm trying to say yeah. and i think it's a great reminder for us that we're wired this way anyway and so sometimes it's just making sure that we are intentionally aligning our lives with the light that we are so more light can come in and so we can really mm-hmm. share why we're here I think we are getting caught as a society with so much fear. Now we've moved from fear about the pandemic to now fear about AI is going to take over the world. And today all of our news sources are, you know, talking about how AI is going to be the next human extinction. And it's just more fear, fear, fear. So if this is coming in, which is going to continue to come in, whatever the story is, we get to choose where we're shining a light on things, where are we illuminating our attention? Are we placing it on things to be excited for, to look forward, to be open on, if you will, or are we shining it on things to be afraid of and concerned of and worried about and anxious about? And it's a choice point that we get to practice. I love that. And let's not forget between fear of COVID and fear of AI. We had fear of the economy and fear of the election. And we've had, we've had there's plenty of fear to go around. Fear is covered. You yeah. know, I love what you're pointing to. And it 
strikes the chord with me, maybe towards the more spiritual meanings. The thing I love, I think, most about what you're saying, it's maybe a different word than than you would use, but there's a humility and a belonging in both places with nature for me. I'm fortunate enough to live on the shore of Lake Michigan and get to see the lake every day. And it's like being in the mountains for you, you know, to see a body of water and you can't see the other side is to realize at once how small you are and how much you matter. And both of those things, the solstices, and I would say the equinoxes mean that to me. You know, I, I love what you said about you can't reschedule the solstice. You can't make it at, you know, 4 p.m. because 2 p.m. is inconvenient for you. Like, and to have some of those things in our world, I think is beyond healthy. It's so needed for us to remember that we're a small piece of things, but we are a piece of things too. We're part of it. You know, I had an experience last summer and it was not on the solstice. It was close. It would be so perfect if it was on the solstice. But where I was flying to heart space for Lantern, our leadership. That was the tilt. You experienced the tilt. I I experienced some tilt. And I was taking off from Chicago O'Hare to go to Salt Lake for our summer Lantern. And this tremendous set of bangs occurred and the plane lurched. And I fly a lot, as you do, Jen, as probably a lot of people who listen to the podcast do, and you know what's normal and what isn't, and this was not normal. And what ended up happening is we lost an engine, and the plane crew did an incredible job. Shout out to Delta. They successfully navigated things, got on the, calmed everybody down, you know, limped back to the airport, landed us safely, and none the worse for wear. But I noticed there were two kind of experiences of the people on the plane. There were people who had been looking out the window like me, and we started hugging and like crying a little bit and like nervous laughter and like, oh my gosh, and felt instantly bonded. And I was talking to my seatmate for like 15 minutes, probably more than I ever talked to someone on planes. And that was maybe half the plane. And the other half of the plane had noise canceling headphones on and was lost in their screen and missed the bumping, didn't know anything had happened. When we came in for the landing, took their headphones off and heard the announcement that we were delayed and were annoyed and distracted and frustrated that their day had gotten delayed by 30 minutes or an hour. And I just have always felt it's such a great metaphor for how I would like to be. Not that I want to be flustered by things, but I want to be present to things. And for me, the solstice is a reminder that we belong and our problems really are minuscule in the universe and that we're here for a reason and that it's ours to decide what we do with that. And so if nothing else, I think, The solstice for me is an invitation to walk away from the screen, take the headphones off, look around to the world and say, thank you. Look at the sun and say, you're amazing. You know, just the things that we take for granted that are so miraculous that they can hardly be explained is what the solstice is about ultimately. Yeah, it's such a great story and so glad you are okay and everybody else on the plane. 
you know, it's a reminder of what we talk about, of what it means to be a conscious leader, of being aware, aligned and intentional and being aware of those moments of gratitude, right? The blessings that are all, all around that we have enough and we are enough and how do we align to the light that we are? And we use light as like our soul, our gifts, our essence. What is that? And just would encourage you to get curious about what is that? How does it feel when you are aligned to that? When you feel like you are really attuned to the light that you are and then use your intention, your ability to choose consciously as to where you spend your time, where you show up and where you bring forth your gifts, because we've all been given these unique gifts to share in service, to create a better world, to create a better company, to create a better community, to create a better planet, a better family, a better human expression. Let, that's kind of our job is to help elevate the planet and the world to do better and mm. to be better. And the only way we can do that is if we allow the light that we are to shine forth. And that's our hope for you this summer solstice is that as we go into summer, that your gifts are illuminated, that you find joy in wherever you plan to spend your time. And that to your great story that you're present to it. It doesn't mean it's all roses and all, you know, high times. We all have down times and dark times, but that you get to be present to the ups and downs and the life that we've all been given wakefully and intentionally going mm -hmm. forward. Well, so maybe we'll pause there. How does that sound? Yeah. That was lovely. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing that, Jen. I appreciated that. And congrats to Riley mm -hmm. again. If you want to learn more about the solstice, I'm going to give you the URL again at plentyconsulting.com forward slash summer dash solstice. You can also sign up for our blog, see a great post by Jen about Riley and his story and a lot of other great resources besides, including an incredible meditation and lots of other things. It's all free. So we'd love to have you visit there. Yeah. And if you are in Utah and you are close to Park City, we are having a summer solstice workshop on Wednesday, June 21st on the summer solstice from 8 to 10 a.m. at Heart Space, our retreat center in beautiful Park City. We'd love to have you. Come so on you by. Check out our website for more information. Thanks, everybody. Wishing you an incredible solstice of light and alignment and joy and care and humility and belonging and acceptance and all of the other things that we talked about today. Yeah, be so well. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, if you like this, please share it with others and we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. Join the conversation and learn more at www.plentyconsulting.com.